Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, comicbook.com's official Pokemon podcast. I am Christian Hoffer, one of your co-hosts, and I am joined, as always, by the lovely Megan Peters. Hello. And by my gaming compatriot, uh, Mark Deschamps. Hi, good to be here, guys. Uh, so uh, you may notice uh, that we do not have Jim today. Um, you know, as as you can probably expect, you know, this episode is going to be all about uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus and uh, Jim being the Debbie Downer about Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus that he is, you know, decided to uh, not show up for this uh, episode in protest. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm wow, sure those are some strong accusations there. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I warned him when he told me he wasn't going to be on here that this would be another Jim Slander episode. He so, said it was his least favorite Pokemon game, I think, right? <laughs> I don't even think he's played it, to be honest. <laughs> wow. Let me just tell you what, I've done nothing but play this game. <laughs> exactly. I, like, you know, I'm I'm so happy that I can finally talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, as oh, you man, watching you sus- struggle was, that was yeah. fun. As, as you may have suspected from last week, um, I've had Pokemon Legends Arceus for for a hot minute. And uh, so I can um, I, I can share a lot um, about it. Yes, yes. My my background is kind of a hot mess. Unfortunately, um, we're still in the process of uh, moving my office down to the basement. So, um, you know, you guys are just going to have to deal with that. Um, anyways, enough about my background. Um, uh, this is a Pokemon podcast. We talk about all things Pokemon here. Um, let's see, uh, pertinent things that we should talk about before we dive into a little bit of news and then we're going to spend a whole heck and a lot of time talking about, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, so we talk about everything Pokemon. We talk about the games. We talk about the trading cards. Uh, we talk about the anime. We talk about the merchandise. We talk about life because what is life but a Pokemon? Um, All yeah. right. That, you know what? Uh, I look forward to hearing your argument for that. <laughs> uh, if you've if you've sat through like the opening fi- uh, opening cinematic of Pokemon Legends Arceus, you know what I'm saying is true. <laughs> um, so, anyways, um, you can listen to us if you're if you're following us live on Twitch right now. Thank you so much for watching us. Uh, I, I see that we have a lot of the regulars uh, and a couple of new people as well. So uh, thank you everyone who is 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 listening or 
watching us live on Twitch. Uh, you can also listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, be that iTunes, Spotify. I don't know what are all the podcast platforms out there, but just assume <laughs> that I said whichever one you're listening to and go from there. And that one's um, the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We love that one most of all, and you should definitely leave us a five-star review on it. Um, anyways, uh, let's let's dive into some Pokemon chat. So we're going to talk about the news first, and then basically the entire second half of the show is going to be dedicated to Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, you know, Megan and Mark, uh, you know, Mark, you've, you've been on the show before, um, mm -hmm. and I know you've been looking forward to Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus for a while, so I'm looking forward to hearing what your thoughts are. Uh, Megan, obviously, I know you've been excited for this game, and I'm glad you got your hands on it. I, I knew that you you were going to be diving into it when uh, you mentioned that the, when the leaks happened that you realized that it hadn't downloaded on your Switch yet. So I'm really yeah. really curious to see what you guys think about this uh, about about the um, game. Um, really quick before we we get started, how deep into Legend spoilers are we going? Um, we are going to talk about the general game this week, our impressions, our reviews. Um, we will try to clear, st steer clear of any significant story stuff. Um, you know, like we're we're going to talk about the the opening twist in the game. So if you have, if you've like totally avoided it, um, you know, download the game, sit through the first like twenty minutes, which kind of explain the gist of what the game is. Um, and, you know, I think that's about as far as we really need to delve into spoilers today. Um, mm. But, you know, if, if you do not want to be spoiled at all, um, you save this podcast, like put a pin on it, go and play like the game for 50 hours and then come back to us. Um, yeah. We'll see you next week because that that's all you're going to be doing. I guarantee it. Um, so uh, let's let's talk about some other Pokemon stuff besides Pokemon Legends Arceus. I feel like I'm I, I've been. Sorry, I've been so excited to to do this episode for like literal weeks. Um, so I'm, I, I, I I like mentioned like you know I've been wrapped up with like D and D stuff and this Pokemon game for basically the second half of January, and I wasn't allowed to talk about any of it. So I'm like finally happy I'm allowed to like interact with other human beings and talk about the things <laughs> I've been doing. Um. So yeah, Pokemon. Uh, let's let's kick things off. Uh, Pokemon Unite uh, has a new season pass that has launched. Um, we we are getting some new Pokemon uh, as a part of that. Um, they haven't revealed it, but they they did basically say like you know we're getting uh, we're, we're we're getting you know more new Pokemon. Um, I'm trying to find the exact information um, about like what new Hollowware. I saw that uh, like we're getting a Dragonite wearing an apron. And I think we're getting uh, oh, oh cowboy Zora Zora Aura. Um, yeah, cowboy so those Zora are those Aura? are. Is that how is it, so has how how uh, no I totally botched that didn't See, I? See, I channel my inner JoJo's Bizarre Adventure when I say that name, so I just go like Ora 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 Ora. So it's just like Zora Ora Ora Ora. Uh, so anybody in the chat who watches JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, please tell me I'm not the only one. But yes, the uh, cowboy interesting take it will never though beat the cowboy makeover that the pokemon company gave pikachu for the world's uh the championship that they held in oh, nashville. The nashville yeah like rhinestone cowboy pikachu honestly like what an icon <laughs> just just have to say just adorable 
Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm curious because you know we got our like world champ. I think we got our world championship Pikachu from like two years ago. I'm I'm looking forward to that those Pikachu's coming back uh, mm-hmm. because I'm I'm pretty sure we're getting like Bowler Cap Pikachu as the worlds because those are finally taking place in London after like the most cursed world championships of all time. Um, you know, only took them three years to get to the game. You know, no one's going to be talking about the Galar region anymore. Let me tell you, but we can finally yeah. do the world championships in London. Uh, yeah. So b- there is a new uh, uh, battle pass. Mark, have you played Pokemon unite very much? Not a whole lot. It's just not, my genre i played a little bit and i enjoyed it but not enough to stick with it um Mm -hmm. it's just it's just not my thing and and like i play it i can recognize that it's a good game but it's just not for me like i I went back to like pokemon pinball after like an hour smart (laughs) that was that was the choice see on this show as listeners know jim is our unite person so you know he has uh left us here abandoned without yeah any any assistance um, well, the, but yeah it, it's definitely a game that i stream uh but you know i've been streaming a different pokemon game so <laughs> <laughs> i've not been paying attention <laughs> to unite for for the for a hot minute uh yeah i the, the the biggest news coming out of this is we're getting three more new pokemon like to the added to the roster in the coming months they 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 tease that over the weekend and no one was paying attention because we were all like knee deep in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, but, but, you know, I'm sure we will cover that uh, more in the coming weeks when Jim returns. Uh, so yeah, uh, new, new battle pass or season pass. Uh, something that I knew, no Mark participated in. Uh, uh, we got a new Pokemon in Pokemon go over the weekend. It was a little bit of a, mm-hmm. a little bit of a surprise. Wasn't it? Was a it? Nice surprise. I like that. That was cool. That was fun. It was nice to see Hisui and uh, Voltorb show up completely out of the blue and have some, some special research to do. Yeah. So the, spe- I believe this, sp- I don't know if the special research is still going on, but I know that the increased spawns are sticking around for a couple extra days. Um, so this was kind of like a stealth, um, uh, this was kind of like a stealth event. Uh, they kicked it off uh, yesterday at 10 a.m. Um, and, you know, obviously it ties in with Pokemon Legends Arceus. It's also a continuation of the door storyline that I and only I care about in this game. Um, yes. So um, for a very limited time, if you're listening to this podcast, it might be too late for you. Uh, Hisuian Voltorb. Uh, is appearing in Pokemon Go. Uh, it is spawning um, everywhere, and uh, yeah, they're 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 going to be popping around uh, uh, basically until the Lunar New Year event uh, kicks off, which we have no information about, despite the fact that it starts tomorrow. So I'm guessing we will find out about that event as soon as this podcast is over. I really, I really like the shadow drop on this. It kind of reminded me, obviously there's no connectivity, but just the timing kind of reminded me of, of when Pokemon let's go came out and we kind of had that little, that little synergy. That was fun. It was, that was a nice way to do it. And I also like the little, I I did like the little lore drops. Um, I think we all kind of assumed that the Hisuian forms are like extinct in modern Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like, this kind of confirmed it as much as they will. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, no, I'm, I am interested to see um, the, the, the whole Voltorb thing kind of uh, 
I don't. It, it weirds me out a little bit. Kind of taking a little side glance. I wonder if Hisuian Voltorb was once the default in like the 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 Pokemon world, and then as mm-hmm. Pokeballs evolved and changed form, so did Voltorb to match their appearance. Oh, um, I'm sure evolutionary effects in order to like, I guess, like camouflaging and stuff. I mean, that is an evolutionary, you know, need. I, I would be surprised. And he was such a happy little man. Nice yeah, and we dated him. He <laughs> just absolutely know. ran him into the ground. So as as totally aside here, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, you know, I was playing it over the weekend and there was a mass outbreak of his hue and Voltorb. So I was like, you know, I had I had to choose between that or um, like, I think Silcoon. I'm like, yeah, I, I want the chance at the shiny Voltorb. Heck yeah. So I go out there. I'm sneaking around and I'm like, yeah, these 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 little Pokeballs can't come and find me. Uh, start chucking my my stuff at it. Uh, catch a couple. Uh, and then they all see me. I'm like, OK, well, you know, and they start rolling towards me. I'm like, man, usually they just like try to shock me or something like that. They all start trying to blow up. <laughs> all of them are trying to kill me. Like so like, you know, they're like chasing after me. I'm like running for like the freaking hills. I have this pack of Pokeballs. Then I see one that's black on there. So I had to turn around because, you know, shiny Voltorb has a black top. So I had to turn around, like throw a ball of, you know, like sticky glob at my Hisuian Voltorb to stun that one, dodging explosions from the other three to catch this thing. It was ridiculous. It was one of the most intense Pokemon moments I've ever played through. Trying to catch a shiny Voltorb as other Voltorbs are actively trying to kill me specifically. Yeah, they're like legitimately coming to like suicide packed you. Like they're like, I'm going to blow up and you're going to die and it's going to be fine. It's like, I, I huh, strange. I didn't sign up for that this morning. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And like, you know, my 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 wife and kids were like watching me as I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, God, there's a shiny. Gotta turn around. And I'm like dodging as these things are blowing up. They're blowing up. Like, why couldn't they just shock like normal, normal electric pipe? Because this is not the same Pokemon that you play when you were a kid. It's this a Pokemon game. game, this Pokemon game is actively like, hey, Make sure you mark where you're at on your map because when you die, because you will, we want to go get your stuff and bring it back to the village. Like, <laughs> just saying. I, just I have saying. only I have only died once. Um, and I, we'll we'll talk about that um in the second half of the show. Um we we should um we should get back to the news because like I said, I feel like we're like always on the precipice of like, you know what? Toss out the script, let's just talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's finish through, uh, that. So yes, Yasuo and Voltorb is in Pokemon Go for, like, scant days. And then we'll get the Lunar New Year event. Um, uh, quick, quick poll. Uh, what Tiger Pokemon do you think will appear for the Lunar New Year? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I know it's not a tiger, but, like, it's close enough that I still would, like, Raikou to show up. I know that's like a saber tooth tiger. So like it counts kind of like yeah, super yeah. ancient, not really related, but like kind of related. I feel like that would be great. I mean, again, not, not necessarily a tiger, but you know, you're in the feline, uh, maybe, maybe Persian. Okay. All right. I, my bet is Arcanine, you know, uh, yeah. you know, if very it's much a cat. Arcanine. I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I would, I would freaking love that. 
Um, I was very happy with that reveal. Um, it's not too much of a spoiler, I guess, to say that Yasuin Growlithe does indeed evolve into Yasuin Arcanine. <laughs> um, uh, yes, Raikou is in the loading screen, so that that is one of the 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 the, the ah, easy bets. Oh, See, I haven't even checked. <laughs> I'm oh, just so in sync with the Pokemon Company. Uh, a couple of people are wondering if we'll get uh, Incineroar in the game. That would be that would be a heck oh. of an early drop. I, I, I that would yeah. be wild. That one. Um, because we we are not to the Alola Pokemon yet, but that would be that would be a fun one. Um, that, would be, that would be wild. All right, and uh, before before we get to our uh, commercial break, uh, one last bit of news: uh, eBay uh, is launching an authentication service for uh, its collecting uh, their their collect uh, uh, collectible cards, and that includes Pokemon cards. Uh, Man, so I bet Logan Paul wishes that he just waited. You know, he, a he lot got of, the money back. He got the money back. Yeah, yeah, but his his buddy did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the, the the timing here is a little bit uh, interesting, specifically because of the Logan Paul story that we have been reluctantly covering here on the podcast and on comicbook.com. Um, I don't think that this was. Uh, you know, a part of me says like, obviously, this has been in the works for a while. They're they're mm-hmm. timing up with uh, CGC, um, which is like one of the most legit, you know, authentication sites and grading sites. They're not grading cards. All they're doing is if you buy a card for more than it's right now at $750, it will drop down to $250 here. Um, and, uh, and eventually probably later this year, um, instead of the, the card being delivered directly to you. So, you know, you buy it from a buyer and, um, or you, you, you buy it from a seller. Um, and um, they mail you the card. Instead, they will mail the card to an authenticator who will make sure that the card is what the eBay listing says it is. So, you know, this is to prevent, like, you know, somebody saying, like, oh, this is a actual, you know, you know this is a first edition Charizard, when in reality it's a base set two Charizard. Or this is a good condition Charizard, and in addition, it, actually, it's got Vaccine through the middle of it. So if the grader determines um, that uh, the card is what it says it is, um, then they will basically, you know, put it in a authentication like package, like mm-hmm. not sealed, but you know, they 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 do like all th- well, I, like they seal it, but I think it's not like permanently sealed, like you do yeah. with, like CGC stuff. Um, so they'll throw it into like a, a little package, and then they'll mail it off to the buyer. Um, so, like I said, it's for any card that's over seven hundred and fifty dollars. So, you know, um, that doesn't cover a lot of ungraded cards, um, but uh, you know, maybe a few, um, and it'll eventually drop to, down to two fifty, which I think would cover probably more, like you know, yeah. the, a lot of the vintage yeah. cards, um, like ungr- ungraded vintage cards can go for that much. Um, so. Um, but, you know, they specifically use like a, a base set Pikachu card when they were like showing off the process to, of it. So, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, Logan Paul shaking things up with cards like he is wont to do. Well, I mean, it's definitely necessary at this point if the card, I mean, and not just Pokemon, I mean, sports cards, you know, even certain Yu-Gi-Oh cards, maybe Magic the Gathering cards, good Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, for 
the way this collecting market has exploded in the last two, three years, it's definitely necessary to have this kind of authentication process. And, th and this gives eBay a nice little push in terms of that. I mean, you have sites like Mercari, which have like opt-in authentication services. If you sell, you know, a certain item over so much money, they have a third party do authentication, but it's not right. necessarily guaranteed to be somebody that's going to be familiar with, you know, what you're selling, like what we had seen <laughs> with Logan Paul. So the fact that eBay is partnering with people who are, informed and aware of what this market looks like and what the items are that you're you know trying to buy um i think that it's very necessary to have this change and it makes it easier or i mean if you're going to drop that kind of money you want to have the peace of mind to know that you're buying what you think you're buying for sure yeah it's it's interesting because i think a lot of us have been waiting to see when when the shoe's going to drop on mm -hmm. on all this because it can't keep up like this forever and i i'm shocked it's lasted this long when when it first happened i I'll, I'll fully admit i sold some of my you know first edition cards because it's a lot of money yeah. <laughs> but um yeah it's it's i'm curious to see how long it keeps up like this and i wonder if this will extend it or this will bring it back a little bit so that'll be that's what i'm interested to see well, you know, collectible cards right now is like one of eBay's like hottest um, mm -hmm. markets. Like, you know, they they actually said I think it's their fastest growing marketplace. And of those, uh, like of all the different types of collectible cards out there, uh, Pokemon, um, you know, like straight up Pokemon, um, you know, cards were their third fastest growing part in eBay. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think the eBay who probably knows better than we do um you know thinks this is going to be a bit of a long-term thing so mm -hmm. you know I, I i think eventually like it's going to the cool off to some extent but i think like we're never going to get to a point where like you know um you could buy like base set cards for pretty cheap like yeah, yeah relatively speaking um mm -hmm. like i i think that era is kind of behind us um so um we'll we'll kind of uh wait and see and see how yeah. what what that does i do think that you know ebay a lot of people don't use ebay for pokemon cards you know that was kind of like the thing mm -hmm. that struck me as weird um to be to be honest like you know as as you said megan there's there's a lot of other sites out there and you know most pokemon card collectors use those other sites so i'm mm -hmm. really curious you know what what's all going to happen here but we'll we'll find out yeah. Um, so uh, one other thing that's not on the script before we go to break, um, but just as like a very quick side note, um, you know, the model kits that we occasionally talk about on here, the Pokemon model kits, uh, they yeah. just announced a new one like days oh, ago. And oh, it's, no. it, it, it makes perfect sense. We're getting oh, Arceus. No. You, you will oh. be able to make your horse god into... <laughs> Uh, a little model build god it's yes. what it's what pokemon company wants you to do god that sounds like final fantasy right there like you <laughs> it, yeah this is basically god. we've nudged into final fantasy i know i, I don't know if the sale is still going on if you're listening to this live it might still be happening but you know 
just check. But as of about three hours ago on January 31st, GameStop was still having pretty big Pokemon sale and a lot of its model kits were discounted mm-hmm. about 20%, uh, including the giant Magikarp one, which is like... That's a fun one. Thir- yeah, it's usually like $30, so it's a little bit less right now if you still happen to have some, you know, leftover holiday cash that you're wanting to burn. Uh, this also includes the Pokemon bean bags. So if you really just got a hanker in for that, uh, there you go. All right. Well, there there we go. That That's pretty cool. I love that Magikarp. My, my son has that display. We're mm-hmm. actually... Uh, going to do the EV here sometime soon. We got that a couple weeks ago, and we're just kind of like waiting for a lazy. See, I'm waiting for the hammer to drop, and then for them to do all the evolutions because we know as like when they did those like a day with EV models, um, mm. the Pokemon Company, and I have literally all of them. Uh, that as soon as they start doing those model kits for EV, it's over for me because yeah. like, I can't justify doing all the build a bears. They're too expensive, unfortunately. Uh, but I could do the bottle kits, and I quite enjoy them. So we'll yeah, see. it's a it's a it's like a fun way to spend a, like thirty minutes to an hour. So it's it's a nice little activity. Yeah, um, it's super super meditative. Yes. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back in about sixty seconds, and then we are going to talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. So stay tuned. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back. Uh, so we've, we've, we've done the niceties. We've covered the week's Pokemon news as, as we are uh, required to do by law. So now let's talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, so, uh, Megan, what are your thoughts about Pokemon Legends Arceus? It's so good. Like, I legitimately like was tearing up thinking about doing this podcast. <laughs> I was so excited. It's so... I mean, I, I will admit, I dabbled with some of the leaks. I watched a couple videos. I spoke with Hoffer and, you know, stayed up till midnight I mean, I was ready as soon as it turned midnight, downloaded it, opened it on my on my switch, connected to the Internet and the music, the scenery. I mean, it it looks so much better than I thought. I mean, just off the bat, Mm -hmm. it feels so nice. And like, I honestly am having trouble imagining playing (laughs) like a Pokemon game that doesn't feel like this. Like in the future, like it's going to be so hard for me to like go back and play like 
the the Diamond and Pearl remakes. I mean, I know they're two very separate things, but it's so good. But I will absolutely say this at one point, and this this isn't too far into the game. You unlock a side mission where you have to collect basically 107, you know, items hidden throughout Hisu the Hisuian region. And I just started screaming about Breath of the Wild and Koroks. <laughs> those, if you've played Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda, and the Koroks, I became obsessed with those. Like, I, I stopped playing the game because I just was collecting those things. So now I'm really trying to wean myself away from that. But I love this direction. I, I love this game. It's definitely a top three, top four Pokemon game for me right now. Like, ever. All right. Mark, what, what are your general impressions about uh, Pokemon Legends? I mean, Megan Megan said a lot of my thoughts. I'm really actually glad that she mentioned the music because I have not heard a lot of people talk about the music, and the music is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic. This is, this is a direction we needed to see with the series. And... Um, one of the best things about it has been just seeing the cynicism fade a little bit from the Pokemon community. Mm-hmm. Like every, every installment that we've had since Twitter has been around, there's just been so much negativity. Like, uh, I mean, sun and moon with, with, I mean, obviously sword and shield. Um, but the positivity I have seen surrounding this game has been so it's been so uplifting as a Pokemon fan and a, a Pokemon fan since the beginning mm-hmm. because I've enjoyed every gen you know I've I've had fun with every every Pokemon gen so it's always so deflating to go on Twitter and just see no national decks or no you know this that the other thing and everybody's just like no Arceus is really good and it's awesome it's so it's so cool and it does remind me of Breath of the Wild when it came out. And I hate to I hate to keep comparing the game to Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. but directionally, that's what it feels like. Um, yeah, you know, it, it feels like it feels like that change for the series where it still has the core elements, but so many new things are there that we've needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for the future. One of my biggest concerns, I'll say though is that I have to assume Game Freak's decently far into Gen 9. And so I hope that we're not going to see a regression. And then we won't see, like, the Arceus model until Pokemon Legends, you know, Lugia or whatever we get next. Um, I really hope that this is the future because there's so many cool ways. Like, I, I mean, just five minutes ago, I had the idea, like, Oh my God, you know, Hoffer was talking about the Voltorbs chasing after him. That's really kind of reminiscent of the anime. You know, I was thinking about the first episode where Ash was getting chased by Spiro and we've never gotten to see that in a game. And I'm like, man, how cool would it be if we got like a legitimate cell shaded Pokemon anime video game using this model? And, you know, you're having a very cell shaded Ash Ketchum being chased by Spiro or, or whatever. So the future seems really, really bright and I'm very excited. I was uh, talking to Jim earlier uh, today because he was, he was curious about a couple of things about the game and uh, he, he straight up asked about, you know, whether or not, 
you know, I thought this was going to be like the future of, of the Pokemon franchise. And, you know, when I sat down and played this game, the, you know, like, obviously it, 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 it was inspired heavily by Breath of the Wild as, you know, basically any open world game made in the last like five, six years has kind of yes. taken some. Um, but, you know, really, this is kind of an evolution of the Pokemon Let's Go games. Um, mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that was like the thing that like when I sat down and played it, like, you know, Pokemon Let's Go like walked. So Pokemon Legends freaking ran um because Mm -hmm. you you could just see like all the little bits of it um you know pokemon let's go had the full overworld pokemon every pokemon was a pure and like that was a little bit too much at times like you know i remember when you'd like walk through like the tiny little pretty faithfully recreated routes and there'd be like 20 geodude and like zubats like running around it's like yeah get through this gauntlet you know and it's like (laughs) oh this sucks um but they took that. They got rid of the man, like the very monotonous. And like I like some of the monotony of the Pokemon games. Like you know, like w- you go into the grass, Pokemon shows up, and time to fight a Pokemon. Um, and you have to weaken it so you can throw the ball. And it does away with it. It totally does away with it. Just like Pokemon Let's Go did. I mean, they went with the Pokemon Go route, which I think we can all agree sucked in its own way. Um, mm. like you know, and like I said, fine for Pokemon Go was. It's it lost its luster with Pokemon Let's Go. Um, it just was not nearly as fun. Um, but they 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 fix that with Legends by spreading, giving a bigger world that the Pokemon tend to spawn in. So you're never like surrounded by like 50 Pokemon unless you do something wrong. Um, like you piss <laughs> off all the Pokemon, uh, they'll come after you. Um, uh, they they changed the the catch mechanic a little bit, but like you know really. This was a continuation of the mindset that started with Pokemon Let's Go. Like, I don't know if we're ever going to get a Pokemon Let's Go Johto. Um, because, like, I think that they took the positive lessons they learned from Let's Go and incorporated it into Legends. And I think Legends is really what we're going to see in the future. It's so funny because I think you're the only person that I really saw bring up the the pokemon let's go comparison Mm -hmm. and when i read your review i read your review before i got the game and yours was one of the few reviews because i i knew you know you had told me you know very few spoilers you know so i read your review and i'm like pokemon let's go like what and then as soon as i played it i'm like oh okay no i totally see what he's talking about here Mm -hmm. like um like i mean well just even how pokemon the, the, the Legends games approaches the cutscenes. Like the, the best part of Pokemon Let's Go, if you got to those points, was when you like go up against Mewtwo and the legendaries. Um, and they had like full cutscenes of like the Pokemon like you know coming out and like you know doing stuff. And mm-hmm. they kind of took that, you know, they, they they kept that element with all the boss fights and you know with what happens at the end of the game. Um, and that was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just you know, like I said, they, they, uh, there were, you know, you could see the fingerprints. Like, I, I don't want to say it was like a pure, you know, there's, uh, for those to get into some inside baseball, Game Freak has two development teams that are working on Pokemon games at all times. Um, so, and they switch off. So, you know, one team worked on Pokemon Let's Go and the other team worked on Sword and Shield. Assumably, and, you know, there's, it's not like they're, siloed or anything like that but assumably the team that was working on pokemon let's go was the ones 
who were working on Pokemon Legends. So, you know, like, I think that, that there's, there's more there. Um, you know, the, I think that comparison's a pretty apt one. Um, so, yeah, that's, I, like I said, uh, top three Pokemon game, probably top two, um, to be honest. Um, might be top one. Like, depend, like I assume there's going to be DLC for this. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the, the oh, I mean, is, yeah. yeah. There, there, there's, there's so much room in terms of not just story, but just, you know, just pure exploration. Um, yeah. I think my favorite thing that I have to say is that, you know, with Pokemon games up until now, like you, you know what you're going to get. Like it's mm-hmm. Pokemon, you know, takes a little bit from what's, what else is happening, you know, in, in gaming, but it's, it's a pretty insular thing. Like, you know what you're going to get when you get a Pokemon game. This was interesting. Cause I know, obviously we've said breath of the wild, but like there were parts of like fire emblem, three houses that I was seeing monster hunter. I mean, let's go. I mean, it was so nice to see this kind of, amalgamation of a Pokemon game that was willing to experiment so like freely, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. Like it like legitimately at some points, like I had to just like stop the game and I was just like looking out and I was like, this is a Pokemon game. Like (laughs) this isn't like some sort of fan made game or something like, could it be better? Yes. Is it a perfect game? No, but is it a really excellent push in the, in a new exciting like direction. Yes. So like, I'm so sold on it. It's funny because, you know, over the last, you know, 20 plus years, Pokemon's kind of become, you know, my comfort food game. I've played every, I've played every main series installment. Every time I go back to it, it's just, there's something, there's something very just soul soothing about it. But one of the big problems that, that we had is since red and blue, I haven't been, like intimidated, you know, I don't know if that's the right word, but if, you know, anytime you start up a new video game, you kind of have a slight intimidation factor, like to learn the new mechanics. And I I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And, and Pokemon always kind of been like, Oh, well, you know, I I know what I'm doing. And here we kind of have an intimidation factor. Like, Oh, I know. I kind of don't know what I'm doing here. Like, Oh my God, I'm getting overwhelmed. Like, it brings back a feeling from the red and blue days. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been jump scared by a Pokemon game. Like that is not something I ever anticipated in my life to happen. But I will tell you this when I was in just kind of like the first fields area, be bopping around, hadn't done anything like my, I, I picked obviously Rowlet as my starter. So like I hadn't even evolved Rowlet. Rowlet was like level six. <laughs> and I like, turned a corner just like rolled a corner behind this boulder and there was that giant level 40 alpha rapidash i legitimately <laughs> I, leg- I didn't know it was there i legitimately screamed and then rapidash bebopped kicked me into a river and like started chasing me i don't think i felt that kind of terror even when i played like the recent like resident evil remakes like <laughs> like rapidash <laughs> in that moment was scarier to me than like the umbrella corporation so like i was stunned like at that moment in itself like it was horrifying like i love how it was pokemon was willing to do that and also as i said in last week's episode what i wanted from this game so bad was like a good story i wanted lore that mattered i wanted I didn't want it to be an optional thing this time. And like, 
you have to pay attention in this game to like what's happening. I love that. That was, I think, low key my favorite part of the game. Um, Besides the fact that, you know, you could approach catching Pokemon and a lot of the different aspects of the game in like different ways, which, you know, it's kind of like Breath of the Wild. Once again, you know, Breath of the Wild, the thing that I appreciated most about Breath of the Wild was there was no right way of doing anything. You know, Mm -hmm. it was basically, you know, we have put this thing here for you to do. Good luck. And, you know, there, there were very few like, you know, rail, you know, there, there were suggestions and stuff like that. But, you know, if you want to go and like, I don't know, like take a giant rock and roll it over to that Coliseum and use that to somehow kill that Lionel, like all power to you. Um, besides that, and like, I love that, you know, the Pokemon Legends did the same thing and uh, a couple of aspects like, you know, you could you didn't have to battle Pokemon if you wanted to capture it. You don't have to battle almost any Pokemon to capture. And that's great. Um, But uh, the other thing that I loved about it was the fact that, you know, for the very first time in a Pokemon game, the lore mattered because every Pokemon game up to this point has been like, well, you're going to go and do your typical Pokemon journey. And in the background, you know, we are going to build up these legendary Pokemon that you will eventually need to battle and catch. Like and that's that's basically all we're doing is we're 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 kind of like you know hyping up the inevitable end boss, um, you know the 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 what the Pokemon do doesn't actually you know like the none of the lore matters you know so to speak like you mm-hmm. know uh, with with Palkia and Dialga in the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl games you know the fact that they control space and time all that was was you know that was just the reason why the bad guy of the month showed up you know mm-hmm. to to try to capture those Pokemon. You know, and like, you know, they had some aspects to it because, you know, they, they, they're like, well, and here's why you need to go and do the secondary, the lake Pokemon. But, you know, all, you know, all of that was just basically, you know, it, it was all just justifying the, the typical Pokemon story. With, you know, um, Pokemon Legends, like, you know, they, they took the lore of the Pokemon world that was established in those past games and they, they, they really built with it. Like, you know, you had diamond and you know you you had the diamond clan you had the pearl clan and they had different mindsets on the world that was fueled by those legendary pokemon and like yeah was it kind of silly that they were arguing over what's more important space or time yeah of course it is but it's a it's because it's a child's game um Mm -hmm. you know but like i love that they actually tried to do something with that like because you know the as we end our podcast every single week the Pokemon uh, lore is it's fascinating and it's weird. And the game actually was like, yeah, this, this stuff is wild. Um, like, yes. you know, like uh, there's a request very early on where they explain where the Drifloon kidnapping children come from. <laughs> Legitimately gave me nightmares. When I saw that request that was like, find out why the Drifloon's been taking this kid out to the beach. I was like, that kid is going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that like, kid is dead. <laughs> My, perhaps my favorite one of my favorite bits uh, like requests um, there is a part that's pretty late in the game um, where you're asked to find a lost village and it's straight up they straight up like look at the camera at the end of it and they're like but why does this Pokemon have a thing that a dead human would have why <laughs> why, why, why does this ghost Pokemon have something that once belonged to a human and they just kind of like 
And I was just like, like, oh God. It's like, it's like, like they leaned just... into it. I loved it so much. Like there's a part before you fight one of your first, like, um, you know, Pokemon that are protected by the warden. It's like, you know, one of the first things. And basically, you're you're talking to um your like commander, and he's like, Yeah, you know, we 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 sent some cleaver, we sent some people out to check on cleaver, and cleaver injured them so bad we don't know if some of our are some of the people will make it. Yeah, and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> cleaver when- just straight up like murdered these people. Like that's the like it was just enough for you know somebody who's grown up with the franchise and is a little bit older to be able to read into that context and be like, Oh God, like that's dark, but it wasn't so off putting or upsetting that like a kid would be like, Oh, like I'm legitimately scared and don't want to play this game. It's Pokemon dark. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like that was a really good balance. Like I, I loved that. I, I loved that, um, well, one, I love that they aged up the protagonist, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. They're, they're 15. You know, it's a little bit ambiguous, you know, but we, we did say there was going to be spoilers here. So let's let's talk about the, the big spoiler that, you know, I was not allowed to mention in my review at all. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's in the opening cinematic of the game. You are a modern day teenager sent back in time by Arceus for some reason, you know, and uh, Arceus becomes your phone. Uh, he, he, he God sees, phone, casual. He, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know, he, he goes in and, uh, you know, and you get transported back to the past. And, like, people are like, oh, have you heard of these Pokemon? They're terrifying creatures, but we have a way to tame it using our Pokeballs. <laughs> and it was like, um, and, the, and then they're like, like, sir, you're wearing these strange flip-flops. That can't provide you with much protection here in the cold-hearted wilderness in which these animals will kill you and ravage you and eat your guts if they have a chance. You know, by the way, would you like to join our survey call? We're colonizing the Hisui region. Like, it's it's all yeah. a lot to take in. I'm just like, like, it very uh, much is like that that kind of story introduction. If you watch anime, it was like the weirdest mixture of Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba meets Attack on Titan. Uh, like, was, if you leave these walls, this Pokemon may eat you. We're just saying it's pro- it's, it is not just possible. It is probable that this will happen. I, I love that it's like Cyrell when she's like, oh, stranger that literally fell from the sky. You can join our survey corps if you prove yourself, but we do not take any, you know, you know, anyone who can't hold their weight around here. If you fail this very arbitrary tests that I give you. We will cast you out into the wilderness and you will be mauled to death by those horrific electric rodents known as Pikachu. They will shock <laughs> you, stop your heart, and then eat your flesh. And you're just like, oh, okay, well. And then they're like, catch a Bidoof if you can. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I, I'm going to go and catch this Bidoof. And like the Bidoof's like, oh, hey guys, what's, what's going on? I, yeah, Bidoof hasn't that- changed at all. <laughs> Yeah, every other Pokemon is a little more intimidating, you know, a little bit darker. And Badoof's just. Badoof is just happy to be in the game, honestly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Just generally happy to be there. Um, I will say, I was very surprised at how aggressive Weasel was. I, I believe that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah, Weasel. Uh, when yeah. they were like, all right, 
Weasel. So many- and I was like, oh, cute little like otter weasel thing. Gonna be super easy. And then it headbutted me into the river. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> weasel is coming after me. Like, I I love the surprise that 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 it had. And also the fact that I kept finding Benary just chilling in rivers. I was like, why are you in the water? I'm so very confused by everything that's happening right now. I love it. I love the little animation of when the Pokemon are sleeping. Oh my God. Legitimately yeah. the cutest thing ever. So let me tell you about the the my my tale of tragedy in the opening minutes of Pokemon Legends Arceus. So when I went and played this game, like, you know, um, I kind of, you know, I didn't know, like, you know, literally they, they give you the Pokeballs and they're like, you know, like go out and catch these three Pokemon species. And if you can't do it, you're, you know, you're dead to us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I walk out there walking down that first trail and aspiration Hill. And this Pokemon shows, you know, Bidoof, the very first Bidoof that you see, like, looks up at me. There's a little animation, like, a little, like, sparkly animation, and I see a little symbol next to it. I'm like, huh, that that's odd. Like, well, I'm going to get my Rowlet, and we're going to battle this thing, because that's what you do in Pokemon games. So I go and throw the ball. Then I realize, so it does the, sh- the shiny animation. I'm like, holy sh- crap, it's shiny. It's a shiny Bidoof, like, the very first Pokemon I encounter. Like, what are the odds? What are, like, I'm going to catch this. So I get my ball. I'm like, I'm just gonna just gonna chuck a ball first opportunity. And like they're like, yeah, this Badoof, it's keeping its guard up. I'm like, what do you mean it's keeping its guard up? It's keeping its guard up. I'm like, what what are you doing? What are you doing, Pokemon Legends? I was like, it runs away. I'm like, no! Why? Why would you do this to me? And then I was like, no, I'm never going to catch another shiny Pokemon in this game. That's another thing that I love about the game. I did not hear the shot the, the chime, Zenpai. Um, I, I think I did like somewhat, uh, but I didn't hear it very well because I was, um, I have three kids. It's, it's always kind of like a, a madhouse in my, my home. And so I didn't like really like, and like, but shiny Badoof looks so much like normal Badoof. Yeah. It was, it was, it was awful. And then I was like, oh my God, I am going to, I'm, I'm now getting yelled at by my wife for being too loud. That's, you know, because the kids are sleeping. Amazing. <laughs> um, um, and I was like, I will never get a shiny Pokemon again. I've gotten so many shinies in this game, which is another thing I absolutely love about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I This game I, might actually make me like shinies because it doesn't feel like such a punishment now to like find them, which I, I know for some people that's that is upsetting. I know that for some people that is kind of the grind of it. And I love grinding Pokemon as much as any other person, but it is such, it's, it's just more fun. It's just, it's, it, it, it's, there's just something about it that I just, Oh yeah. 10 out of 10 fan. But my luck yeah. is that I usually find a shiny and like, I see an animation and then like 10 seconds later, there's like a Lux ray coming for me. And it's like, do I try to catch the shiny or do I let Lux ray eat me? This is my decision. <laughs> I must decide upon. You caught the shiny, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> when you, you, you die, you lose so much stuff. I've died once. <laughs> I, I you have lose too. so many items. And then I finally figured out that in the village you can go to this lady who's at like a shrine and get, you know, charms that you know help do various things, whether it's find more money, you know, take less damage, whatever. And one of them is to lose less items. And so I invested in that charm because man. 
when you die, it's like, oh, hello. <laughs> I just <laughs> lost like a third of my Pokeballs. Great. So this I, is. I, I have not died yet. Man, so no, I, I will see. I wanted to die on purpose just to see what it was like. Cause I was like, come on, I gotta know. So I, I let myself die pretty early on. Um, I've also drowned so many times. <laughs> That's a normal one. Like, I love how the, your character in here is like, oh, I can swim for maybe 30 seconds tops. And then I'm, then I'm just done. I'm just done at this point. You know, eventually you're able to have a Pokemon that helps you swim. Uh, but on your own, doesn't matter. Um, so um, I've only died once. Uh, that, that time was, I, I uh, was, so this is a mid-game spoiler. Um, I was doing the Seas Legend quest, which involves um, it's 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 a callback to Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Um, you have to follow, you know, find the book in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl to complete this quest. But at the end of it, you get an encounter with Manaphy and Fionn. So you walk into this cave. Manaphy pops up along with three Fionn, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, and and you're only at kind of like half strength too." Because, you know, you have to bring some, like, you know, dead weight on your team for reasons, you know, I, I'll, you know, you can figure out how to do this on your own. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to see if, you know, like, what happens here. So suddenly all four of these things pop up water bubbles around them and start just firing out stuff. So I'm, like, dodging. I'm, like, rolling around. I keep getting hit by them. And I couldn't, like, get a, fr and I'm, like, trying to throw Pokeballs while I'm dodging to, like, initiate a fight with these stupid things could not get a pokeball to actually hit one of them or even get close enough because you're constantly dodging they're like bouncing around like pinballs and yeah i got smoked by you know uh, uh, a little a little sea prince like chibi thing and it's even chibier children um <laughs> uh, so we did get a couple of quick questions uh on our pokemon uh from from twitter that I'm going to go and run out um, and uh, going to ask you guys quickly. And uh, then we will continue this conversation next week. Um, so uh, the first question is, uh, in terms of replayability, would you say that this game offers more than mainstream Pokemon games? Do you think this game will be more replayable than like Pokemon Sword and Shield in the post game? That's a tough question because the guy, you know, I haven't, I haven't finished the main quest yet. Um, I'm hoping so. I post game content. I've been mostly disappointed with the last mm -hmm. several generations. Um, I think sword and shield with a DLC more than made up for, for what we haven't, we haven't seen out of, you know, we didn't see out of sun and moon or X and Y most notably. Um, I hope so. I think that there will, because I think people just really like, the way that you catch Pokemon in the game and, and just running around and just kind of like breath of the wild. Like, I think we'll see some, some fun videos and, and things like that. Like that we still see with breath of the wild. So I'm hoping. Yeah, I definitely hope so. Um, I feel like it's probably on par right now with, you know, the past generation or two of post-game content, um, just the inherent more open world nature of this and, and, you know, having kind of like the wild area, but it's everywhere, you know, gives you a little bit more freedom in terms of hunting, collectability, et cetera, things that you might want to personally challenge yourself to. But I'll say that if this does end up getting a DLC similar to Sword and Shield, but then I feel like it's definitely going to have a higher replayability. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, 
as someone who has beaten the game, I'm currently working my way toward through like the post game content, um, which we'll talk about some other week. We won't delve too deeply into that. Um, but I'm pretty deep into it. The gameplay loop, like the, the the end, the main story gameplay loop after you complete all that stuff, um, you know, between the mass outbreaks and the space time distortions, uh, those mm-hmm. alone, you know, give you a, a decent amount of like playability like to jump into the game and uh, do it there there is a little of like post-game battle content that that does need to be beefed up i do feel um we'll we'll dive more into the battle stuff next week i think for next week's um uh article or next week's you know thing we're, we're probably going to talk about and try to convince jim to play this game um i, I think that's what what our what our thing is going to be is he will lose um, all pokemon cred if he doesn't at least try <laughs> I, I, he'll try. You know he'll try, but we're going to try to convince him to like this. Um, so, yeah, I think that the replayability is there. Um, uh, you know, like, I think that the DLC is probably going to bolster that a little bit. I'm curious to see what the DLC will be, um, but uh, we'll stay tuned, I guess. Uh, the other big question that we got was, um, uh, are you guys approaching this with kind of a typical, like, build your Pokemon team? And, you know, stick with one team or are you guys rotating through different Pokemon as you play through the storyline? Oh, I'm rotating like crazy right now, um, mainly because I'm trying to beef up all my research tasks for my Pokedex. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'll catch a, you know, Ghastly and it's like, well, I need to get it to level up and evolve into a Haunter, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I am constantly rotating, especially as I'm moving to new areas and catching Pokemon that have, you know, higher levels in terms of you know power etc um and it's also because you're finding the weirdest pokemon in the places you don't expect so like you know for instance i love haunter like haunter is one of my favorite ghost pokemon finally found it but it took me like 12 hours into the game i'd already like beefed up my current team pretty well and i was like i have to have a team centered around haunter so i switched everything up and then proceeded to grind for a really long time to make sure the rest of my team was adequate with Haunter and then proceeded to continue the main story. So I'm definitely rotating, which is a little bit different for me and I am very much enjoying it. Uh, so the other thing, uh, the I I have a, a base team, like I have a, a pool of Pokemon that I choose from. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was playing through the game, I probably had about 15 Pokemon that I was kind of bringing in and out. The MVP of my, my team actually was a shiny Rhyperior. Um, I caught mm-hmm. him as a shiny Rhyhorn. Um, like it was my first like legitimate, like non-Ponyta shiny. Um, and I was like, oh, like that's cool. And like um, it just ended up because I bulk, you know, bulky Pokemon are so much better in this game. Um, like, you know, it increased my survivability like exponentially. And so like, uh, and you can get a Rhyperior, uh, you know, without trading, which I love. Um and we'll we'll dive more into some of that stuff next week because we we are running it's we are officially over an hour long so we should probably wrap things up so uh, obviously lots more Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, to come uh, really quick we got a question in the str- uh, in the chat uh, Damon Streams asks do you get a reward for perfectly completing Pokemon's research uh, the answer is yes while the research level stops at uh, number ten if you complete every single check bar- box in the Pokemon's research. Uh, a shiny Pokemon is more likely to occur from that species. So you get one for completing the Pokedex entry and you like basically like the odds increase. So instead of it being a two in 4,000, uh, one in 4,000 chance becomes a two in 4,000 chance. Once you complete the research 
and then or once you get to research level 10 and then it becomes three and four thousand once you complete um the um all of it uh the shiny charm increases that even more and all of that stacks with mass outbreaks in which there is like a one in 140 chance of a shiny appearing in a mass outbreak default and that like increases uh based on the pokedex um and all of that other stuff that i just said so yeah mm. so uh we'll we'll dive like i said uh basically this is going to be pokemon legends arceus central for for weeks to come oh yeah i'm not gonna uh, shut up about this <laughs> uh, basically i got a feeling that this is going to be our focus until pokemon day so uh you know Hold on to your seats because we got a lot to chat about. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to do a Poke Fact of the Week uh, to finish things off. Um, it's I, I I'm like ninety five percent certain we've talked about this one in the past, um, but you know what? It's it's been a while, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it again. Uh, we're to Sizor in our Johto Pokedex. Uh, you know, Sizor's interesting thing is is that its wings are not like. Um, they, they aren't used for flying. Obviously, it's a bug steel instead of a bug flying type like Scyther is. Um, but, you know, Scyzor uses those wings to regulate its temperature. We don't really know what what's causing that temperature to, you know, like if it's just like it generates a lot of energy by existing. When it mega evolves, things get even more intense because it no longer can regulate its temperature. And in fact, Mega Sizor starts melting if it remains in Mega Evolved form too long. So yeah, it, it just, you know, if, if you keep it Mega Evolved, for, for some reason it lasts for more than three turns, um, it literally will start melting into a pile of molten metal. You just need to use it in like tundra environments because then you just like <laughs> set it in a snow pile. Just like go like rub your back against an iceberg or something. <laughs> cool sounds, yourself down. Let it regulate. Let the environment regulate your temperature. Or just sounds, like like if you're fighting, like if you're having mega size or you're going against somebody and they hit you with like ice beam or something that should be able to like lengthen the time <laughs> that you're able to mega evolve. Uh, that is my that is my pitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Night Fighters in the chat says Pokemon Go is torture for makeup Pokemon since it lasts for eight hours. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It sounds I mean, like a drug commercial, doesn't it? If your Mega Evolution lasts for more than eight hours, consult to, you know consult your Pokemon Center. Consult Nurse Joy. Go find Nurse yeah. Joy. <laughs> if, if you are if you are still Mega Evolved after six hours, go to the Poke Center ASAP. <laughs> um. Well. And on that very pleasant note, uh, that's that's all all the time we've got. We we talked a lot about Pokemon this week. We will talk about more Pokemon next week and every week. Uh, you can find us once again. Uh, we do this live every Monday at noon Eastern time. Uh, Was it nine a.m. Pacific? Um, uh, podcast. Uh, the podcast version comes up uh, a little while after. Uh, you know, we, we, we do this live. So, you know, that's usually up by Monday afternoon, Eastern time. Um, so, uh, thank you all of you who listened to us, uh, or, you know, watched us live. We appreciate it. If you want to support us, obviously five-star reviews are the best way of doing that either on Spotify or iTunes. Uh, we, we have been moving up in the rankings, uh, you know, over the last few weeks, probably because people like Pokemon, um, and everyone's talking about right now. So, hey, we're benefiting from being back everyone, in the cultural zeitgeist. Everyone, I will say we did yeah. just get the uh, Lunar New Year event. It's not yeah. it's not it's not what we said. It's shiny Litleo. 
was just, just if you listen this far, we're getting shiny lit Leo and Hisui and Voltor will still show up. So, oh, well, you know, that's not a little really bit disappointed, but, but that's all right. We're just yeah. going to end this on like a little bit of a disappointing note. <laughs> womp, 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 womp. Uh, so if you want to keep the conversation going, you can follow the podcast at, uh, you know, at Pokemon Pod CB. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Seahoffer Seabus. Uh, Megan Peters can be found at, at Megan Peters CB. And uh, Mark can be found at, at Mark DeChamp uh, on Twitter. So, yeah. So, thank you. Thank you, Mark, for, for coming on. Uh, it was a pleasure having you, as always. It's always a pleasure to be here. All right. And uh, until next time, uh, we'll see you. Enjoy the Hisui region. Catch you later. Take care, guys. Thank you.